Welcome back to the Bravo Zoo podcast, episode number 76. And this one, I log into my U.S. Naval Institute account and happen to find a article speaking about mentoring. And that's exactly what had been on my mind. So I go ahead and break down the article paragraph by paragraph and how it relates to today's Navy and things we're doing right and things we're doing wrong, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, open it up for questions. You know, don't forget, stop by the Facebook page. Uh, video is out on YouTube for this one. So, you know, if you like it and you're finding value, please share it with the shipmate, a friend, a relative, a family member, your baby mama, baby daddy. I don't care. Just hit the share button. Thanks for listening. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. <clears throat> Welcome back. I don't know if clearing my throat actually did anything. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are live right now on the YouTube channel. Uh, you know, if you're uh, listening to this tomorrow morning, sorry you missed it. But, um, you know, anyone in the chat, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, we'll get some members in there. We'll talk about this. We're going to be doing a USNI uh, article review, kind of like we did last time with the uh, Bonham Richard just kind of wrapping up some setup real quick again thanks everyone for joining don't forget you know while you're here turn on notifications so when uh when when i'm talking about going live you're not missing anything okay and and you know exactly when we'll be live every time we be live all right here we go so um you know, uh, one of the last episodes when I had the two junior sailors in here, it went really well. I, I'm still like hype about it. We really enjoyed it. I know Nick enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. And those sailors, you know, the feedback they gave me was that they enjoyed it too, which is really the most important thing, right? Is that they were enjoying it. Um, so, you know, that got, that, that was like a mentoring thing. Right. And I had other people that listened to it and they're like, yo, that was a cool episode, this and that real. And it really got me thinking about, um, you know how I always say that this isn't a leadership podcast. A couple people were like, oh, it's kind of leadership-ish. And I was like, eh, maybe yes, maybe no. I, I don't think so. But um, what it was was mentoring, right? So it got me like scratching my head, you know, getting the dangerous out, you know, finding little gray hairs. And I was thinking like, you know, um, the mentoring aspect of it and what, what how important is the mentoring aspect to our careers, which I can tell you, for my career, very, very important, right? I, I gloat about and always tell stories about the man who mentored me, and I still keep in touch with my best friend. I talk about him all the time. I've talked about him on here. You guys know who it is if, you, if you're a regular listener, right? So it got me thinking about that mentoring relationship, mentoring with sailors. And I went back and on, at work, I was talking to a couple of these sailors about that, right? About how sometimes we in the Navy or any military, but I don't know everyone else in all the other military branches and they're senior enlisted, right? But oftentimes the focus uh, hones in on this, um, on this big uh, Gary. What's up, Gary? I see you in the chat. Let me see if uh, my chat is working. 
on the uh, stream so I could watch it there. That'd be easier. I don't think it is. But um, anyways. Oh, shit, guys. Anyways, so I was saying the uh, the aspect. So we're always like, oh, yeah, yeah. Leadership, leadership, leadership. Oh, E-Racing with Dale. What's up, Dale? Thanks for joining us, Dale. I got to figure out where to put my phone so I can read the chat because I don't have it up anywhere else. All right, so I was saying, all right, so we're always talking about leadership and having to do this uh, to to teach the leadership and, and train via leadership and teaching the next leaders how to be leaders, right? But how do we do that? We, we often talk about that there's problems with it, right, um, that – that the junior sailor doesn't get enough leadership training, that we as senior leaders doesn't provide it, that there's no brick-and-mortar schoolhouse to provide it like there was once upon a time back in the day, right, where you would, when when a sailor uh, E3 would make E4, you'd send them to the schoolhouse for like a week or two and do this actual petty officer in-dock, which is now an, an app that you have to have complete, you know, it's via app, PP, PPMEKs, professional, professional Military Knowledge, Right, whatever it is, um, e electronic, right? So they do it on an app or whatever. They log in and it's done, right? And so, how how the fuck are we supposed to be teaching them leadership, right? If we don't have all the necessary tools, right? And then even ourselves, a lot of us didn't go through the necessary uh, schools or protocols or read enough books or whatever that might have been, right? To uh, do the same, right? To actually be like a uh, a professional learned leader and you've heard me talk about that a little bit more like how can we do this and, and gloat about this and and brag about all this leader stuff if all we're doing is really like everything not everyone's you know speaking for myself but a lot of us we learned it through the ropes of just doing the job and learning being mentored by someone else who just happened to be a leader about how the job works whether it's in rate or out of rate but also the job within the, the realm of the, you know, the lifelines on the ship, right? This is how a ship operates. This is how things go down on the ship. This is the cycle of training. This is the cycle of maintenance. This is how they go together. This is a, uh, you know, the 18 month routine of coming in, going out, all that. Right. So if you're in the chat, let me know what you think about, about, you know, us not having any kind of formal leadership training, but then also let me know, uh, who's your mentor, who's mentored you, and um, what what like when did that take off and how long has it been going and so what do you what have you got from it right? So as I'm sitting there thinking about it and, and you know I listen to other podcasts that claim that they're leadership podcasts, you know for military or for otherwise, it's like well that's cool and but you're still just kind of passing it down right? It's just like an OJT thing. Um, you could read all these books and the books can say like, oh, yeah, you know, they, they really I've read a couple books, believe it or not. I've read a couple books and there wasn't a few of them. I was like, OK, that's that's new. Right. Uh, especially when they get into the like psychology of of people and how they respond to things. Um, and it's not that it's really new. It just gives you a deeper understanding of what you might already be doing. So. You could be doing it right, and then it just tells you, hey, hey, this is how you know you're doing it right, or hey, this is how you know you're doing it wrong. But I don't I don't know. Like It just seems like there's not ever, for my experience, that there was never like this epiphany light bulb, like, oh, my God, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. 
Like, oh, I finally read this John C. Maxwell, and now I get it. Now I can go in the office, and I can have everyone fill out these fucking, uh, you know, little, uh, oh, what's the, the fucking four-letter word ones? And someone help me in the chat when you're, I'm a PFNT, whatever, right? Gary says, I think that there are leaders out there that don't trust junior leaders to mead, so they do to lead. Yeah, M is next to L. Not really. Uh, leaders to lead so they do the leading so they don't get that leadership that they need so the junior sailor i think yeah to lead the junior sailor doesn't get the leadership that they need right gary that's what you're saying so again going back to say the books are read there's never been like a, a like it's a light switch that just like boom okay i got it now i know how to lead right you can't just read a book and just be like i'm going to apply everything from the book Okay, and, and then make that happen. And then that's why I want to talk about mentoring because I was on the U.S. Naval Institute webpage, right, about to renew my subscription because I read it every now and then, and when I read it, I feel that I get my $20 a year worth, right? And um, I came up as I was, you know, scanning through different headlines and stuff to see what caught my eye. Uh, one caught me, and it just happened to line up with what, we're, what I want to talk about today. Uh, mentoring, it's not rank specific. So this is U.S. Naval Institute. Not sure if it's a locked up one or not. Um, you know, uh, just Google it, see if you could get in. If not, you know, hey, go ahead and apply for it. It's not sponsored by them or anything. But it's a pretty cool um, website that has some cool Navy-related, you know, articles and, and different things uh, globally impacting, pol- politically impacting, all kinds of stuff. So mentoring, it's not rank-specific. So I'm going to read through this. It's, it's not real long at all. And I'm going to break down a couple of things that this um, that this author uh wrote about right it's from the deck plates is like the column that it's in so these are reader submissions like uh, op-ed pieces um to give you the background of this person their name is uh michelle fairs i think p-h-a-r-e-s fairs might be said something different i'm not sure um so it says miss fair separated in the navy this is her bio uh, from the Navy in December 2020 and now works as a government contractor. As Petty Officer First Class, she served at Navy Information Operations Command Oahu, Hawaii, so at the NIOC out there. I know people that have also served out there. All right, and, and you know, I was in Hawaii, beautiful place. And she served as a strategic mission manager in a shop that provides transparency and recommends asset placement for missions or exercises or exercises to customers and partners in the region. Well, yeah, Ed Snowden also worked out there before he went, you know, did his thing. So whatever that's worth. Um, all good. So, you know, doesn't say how long she was in the Navy. She's a, probably an IT one, I'm guessing, right? It says first class, NIOG, that's IT stuff out there. So probably IT one working out there. Been out now uh, a year, right? A year, just over a year. So, you know, maybe she'd been in six years, maybe. You know, who knows? Whatever, you know, got the sirens blasting and the burbs again. All right, so let's uh, take the let's just jump this off. Right, all right. Long before military mentorship programs, apprentices learned trades for masters. Between the twelfth and fourteenth century, a father would bring his son to the village blacksmith to learn the trade, so that he would have honed a skill in adulthood. The boy would have a roof over his head and study for seven to nine years, leaving as a journeyman. The master eventually would become a surrogate father of sorts, a teacher and a mentor. The Navy has adapted the apprentice journeyman master system from history and molded it into a service-wide mentorship program. Generally, mentors are E6 or above, but really, any sailor can be a mentor. All right, so 
So she gives the brief background of like mentor stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, awesome. Spot on, right? Whether it's blacksmith, uh, silversmithing, um, any kind of smithing or any other kind of, whether it's instruments or whatever they're going for, right? Um, that, that's, that's what happened as, as she wrote, right? Stuff similar to that. Now, where I think she, where I'll tell you where she loses me is this, um, where am I going here? I'm fucking up, people. Um, she says the Navy adopted it, right? And it's like, well, you know, did the Navy really adopt it? Or is it just like adopted through history kind of thing, right? Like everyone somewhere kind of adopted it. I don't know. But I, a lot of times in these articles, I feel like you, you lead with, a lot of the authors lead with something good. And as I've said before, I've never written one of these, so I, and I probably never will. So I'm not really breaking her down. I'm just breaking down the writing. And again, I only got through 10th grade English, right? But um, the Navy has adapted the apprentice journeyman master system from history and molded it into a service-wide mentorship program. Generally, mentors are E6 or above, but really any sailor could be a mentor. Okay, so I always have a, a, a problem with generalities, right? So if you're going to say generally it's E6 or above, but really, so why don't you just say anyone could be a mentor in the Navy? And if that's the case, then why do we, why are you claiming or why are you supporting or even writing about that the Navy has adapted the apprentice journeyman master system, right? Because the apprentice journey master system right here would be your E3 and below, your apprentices, your journeyman would be your E4, 5, 6, and then your masters would be your SMEs, subject matter experts, Maybe some E6s, but breaking down the way, if you're saying we have adapted it, we have a three-tier system of blue jackets, blue shirts, khakis. That's kind of what makes sense there, right? So you're saying that, but but really anyone could be a mentor. Well, if we're, like, history didn't say that, right? Uh, you, you're a, a, a mentor is someone who has mastered that craft. A journeyman might be able to mentor, right? Let's say the master craftsman, master blacksmith, whatever, right? We'll just stick with that. They, they're able to take on more than one apprentice. Well, or they would only take on one apprentice, but then they would have a journeyman working for them, right? One who might get to whack the hammer on the metal because they're, they're getting pretty decent at it, but they're not the finishing touch on armor, swords, weaponry, whatever it might be, horseshoes right they, they're not quite there yet they still need a couple years to hone their skill but you know what that journeyman can do they can go take that apprentice and say hey this is how we clean out stalls this is how we separate the metals this is what a good metal looks like that's what a bad metal looks like this is working material this is scrap material these are the tools we have these are the tools that do these jobs those are the tools that do those jobs that's that takes work off the master's right off the master blacksmith master the, the SME in doing that and it gives it and it teaches that journeyman how to mentor the apprentice who's that apprentice mentoring the fucking rats i like so right there like really any sailor could be a mentor and and i'll come back and i'll i'll caveat this right just as she kind of does a little bit right moving on paragraph two the Navy core values are honor, courage, commitment, doing the right thing, especially when no one is looking, sets a positive example and presents a role model for others to emulate. 
No matter their rank, sailors can reach out to their fellow shipmates and assist them, whether the need is work-related or personal. Just listening to someone who has had a hard day can build a foundation of trust, and the person may come back and ask for other advice, thereby starting a mentoring relationship. Being attentive to someone's well-being can be the start of rapport. Awesome. Well said. I don't think that's necessarily mentoring, though. Not in the way that she kind of squares it up to begin with and that history has used it. Let me know in the chat what you guys think so far. Okay. The mentoring process is supposed to be from a master of of a skill or set of skills of a job, teaching someone else how to do that job, right? Being an ear to listen to, to me, isn't always mentoring. Sometimes it could be, but not in the sense of like, what we're trying to do work related. Okay. Uh, everything else she's saying is absolutely true, right? It could build rapport. It could build trust, all that. And that might be the beginning of a mentoring relationship, right? It was kind of the beginning of mine, right? Me, me and Danny, we had to build trust with each other. And I've said it before, like, you know, the first 10, the first, uh, six months of me knowing him. And by knowing, I mean saying yes, petty officer, right? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he didn't like me. There had to be trust there. Something had to be built there, and that's fine. And then worked into a mentoring. But when he got into mentoring, it got into, hey, this is how you do your job. This is what it means to be SK. This is what it means to be LS. This is what it means to be a work center soup. This is how you do that, right? I don't see anywhere, in, at least in this paragraph right now, talking about that, right? All it's talking about is more like being sympathetic empathetic with people that might need someone to talk to and that's important right don't get me wrong that's important but that's not always and doesn't doesn't define mentoring enough for me you let me know right is that what is that what you look for in a mentor right is that the first thing you're looking for it's important yes is is a trade trade average right a character trait yes but Mm, I, I don't know, right? It's just that one just kind of lost me. Why does this keep sliding one way but not the other? Come on, man. There we go. Sorry. All right, let's move on, right? A sailor does not have to be someone's official mentor to help. So then we're not talking about mentoring then, right? Like, what do we, like, I, like you're lo- like losing me here. A mentor may be an experienced E5 in software programming one willing to bring a seaman under his or her wing and impart knowledge to the next future expert. Or if sailors want to progress toward an excellent on their next physical readiness, PRT, they can reach out to the command fitness leader who can be someone of a lower rank. The CFL would be a mentor by motivating these sailors to reach new goals set set for that next PRT. All right, so this, again, kind of makes sense, right? I'm okay. I'm getting better with this, right? We're talking about because why, why and you're like, well, what the fuck? You just said you didn't like, no, no, listen now, all right? If you're talking job-specific mentoring, going back to that blacksmith, okay, to teach someone, if I wanted to learn software engineering and the E4 who went to college for four years and then got a degree but didn't come in as an officer but now is IT3 and I'm trying to find someone who could teach me that, for no reason having to do with my work, but teach me. 
sure that you might be able to get away with that call that mentoring or just you know ojt or training me right how how long is that a, a is that a year long process again when you go back to our original taking this being taken from blacksmiths from other trade works like that this was a multi-year evolution right it wasn't show up for training on fridays you know for an hour for while you're at the command for a year two years three years we're talking about multiple year, long term, right? Long term until that apprentice is a journeyman and that journeyman is so good. They're now the master and they are now taking on apprentices. And that master says, hey, you're good. People are now looking for you to teach them. You go forth and be the master. So again, like it makes a little bit more sense, but you know, like E5 and software programming. I don't know how much these ITs do software programming. I mean, I can't even get a fucking computer to work on NMCI. No fault of the ITs. Don't kill me, but we all know how that goes, okay? Um, now, let's get into the, they talk about the CFL part. Or if sailors want to progress on their towards an excellent on their PRT, your physical readiness, all that. Excuse me? They can reach out to the command fitness leader. Okay, again, so that might be like short-term mentoring, right? You got someone who's very well in shape. They take the, the chubby person, me, right? And they're like, hey, this is how you get in shape. All right, cool, right? It's like short-term mentoring. But, again, I just go back to, like, the long-termness of it, right? Are you – I would I would do one better and be like, are uh, is my CFL, are they like a bodybuilder type competing? And I know this of them, right? I know that their IG has IFBB in it. <laughs> You know, if their IG has IFBB pro, whoever, you know, it's real. You know, it's official. You know, they've been doing that a long time. That might be someone who could mentor you, right? Not just to get a an excellent on your PRT, which isn't hard, okay? But that might be someone you're, you're looking to mentor you for that complete, you know, how we say, quote, unquote, lifestyle change, right? You're not trying to get a PRT. You're trying to get 10% body fat. You're trying to go into a show. You know, in nine months, you want to be up on stage. You that like that's mentoring. That's you know, coaching and mentoring, right? Whatever. You want someone that's gonna be like, hey, this, we're 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 at the gym. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this, and we're doing it for the next nine months until you're up on stage and you're winning, right? And then after that, you're sticking with them and you're doing it over and over, right? Um, again, I just don't see like, hey, oh yeah, okay, come on, we could we could PT and you know you could get a, a excellent on your PRT. Come on, man. Come on, even my fat ass almost got it. My fat ass got like a, a a high good, high good, right? I even kept my stomach off the damn, off the damn plank. All right, um, moving on. One E3 sailor asked me how she could improve professionally. I advised that she could start mentoring and learning now. She said, but I'm just a seaman. What can I do? I told her she could mentor her peers as well as her juniors and, depending on her other duties, could have positional authority over her seniors. Like, oh, my God, here we go. I mentioned how could she make a difference in the lives of those around her. Her outlook changed after our discussion. Inspired, she took the initiative to mentor, and it showed her superiors she is capable and of more responsibility. I heard, hate the word superiors, uh, along with subordinates. Rank does not always dictate a sailor's role. Rank doesn't always dictate, but it dictates a lot. Okay. And again, I go back to 
No, you're not just a seaman. You're you, every seaman. Every person is a, is a critical part of making the wheels and the cogs rotate and spin together and make things happen. Okay, but um, if you're just a seaman and you've only been on board for two years, how much mentoring are you going to do? Little, a little. I'm not saying none. Okay, if you're shit hot and you're all the way squared away. Then, then you could, right? You'd be like, hey, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. But again, it goes back to that, mm, I'm looking for the time length, right? That doesn't mean it only has to be that. I'm just using her examples of where it came from and how what she says the Navy has split it up to kind of against the arguments of what she presents, right? Um. You know, and like mentoring her peers as well as you like, whoa, again, I, it just go I, and for the Navy, I guess it goes back to like qualifications and stuff, right? How qualified is this seaman? Are they the most senior qualified seaman on all the ship? Right. And if they're that, then I would already be thinking that they're already like doing this mentoring that they're that other junior sailors are checking on board already going to them and, and, and peeping game and be like, oh, I need to go to that person. That's the one I go to right there. So how much do you need to, like, tell them that, right? Um, yeah, and then, you know, and then the, you know, it says depending on her other duties could have positional authority over seniors. So what does that mean? What, positional authority, like, your other duty, you're standing watch, right? So, so, I mean, I just don't know where that plugs into the mentoring thing right there. Right. And you could be like, oh, that's because you're chief and you salty about it. No, if you're standing gate watch and you tell me to fucking get out of the way or do something, I'm listening because I understand you have the positional authority of that watch station. Right. In this scenario, I just don't know why she points that out. Okay. Anyone could be a mentor and being one shows that you want others to succeed. Yes, that's true. This is invaluable for junior sailors to learn early in their military careers. As sailors rise through ranks, they learn how important it is to take care of junior sailors, not just the ones in their care, but all those within the command. As you rise, they rise. Take pride in their success. After all, present-day senior personnel will one day be gone along with their seasoned knowledge. Those who once were junior slayers will need to jump into the newly vacated, more senior shoes, and would strive to reach new heights. As more senior sailors, these men and women will now assume the role of caring for junior personnel Will they be ready? So I don't ever like to say caring for or taking care of. I lead, right? I'm not here to care for you. I'm not your caretaker, right? I'm not here to take care of you. I'm here to lead you through mission and, and professional goals and success. Okay, I just, it's just me. I, I, I'm not here, like, this is what I think of taking care of. I think of my kids. I'm taking care of you, right? Come here, it's okay. It's okay. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not here to do that. I'm here to listen, be a good ear, be empathetic, all that good stuff, sure. But that, that's part of, like, the leadership mentorship part, right? Any way you want to put that. And, like, everything, you know, she sums it up nicely here. There's just, I just got some problems with the middle stuff. Uh, what's Gary say? Gary says just being a mentor for would mentor 
a mentor, a mentor would not give you a position of authority. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it was like depending on what her duties were, she says, you know, depending on your other duties, you could have positional authority over seniors. Well, you know, it's like just because you have positional authority in some place doesn't make you a mentor for them. It's just positional authority. Like again, you're on ECP watch. Motherfuckers coming through there need to listen to you. You're the dude with the gun. Well, where do you want me to go? You want me to get the fuck out of the way? I'm getting the fuck out of the way, right? Easy that you want to see my ID? There's my ID. What do you want? Okay. Um, but I was saying like so she sums it up, right? And and she 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 sums it up nicely by saying that, um, yeah, we're gonna be gone and, and it's on you. But I go back to if I if you haven't had a mentor for most of your career, it it's going to harm you or or, or you're not going to learn a lot of things and how to be the best you could be because you've missed that mentorship throughout most of your career. You cannot be like, oh, I had a mentor once upon a time when I was a seaman and that was it and I never had a mentor again and I'm good to go because the journey is always changing and depending on where you're at and what you're doing, you need to be mentored on different things. And that's why I take it back to her original, uh, when she originally lays it out, right? And she's like, hey, the blacksmith would take a journeyman and be a surrogate father, right? Or in today's Navy, you could be a sea mama if you want, right? You could be a surrogate mother to these sailors, okay? Um, shout out my wife. She she a sea mama for a couple of them baby corpsmen out there, okay? Hey, Nikki, I love you. Uh, <laughs> but... That has to be an ongoing thing. You can't just do it for a little bit, right? And just be like, all right, you got it now. What, what, and so then, but I kick it back because a lot of times that's not on the senior person. The senior person is there. So, you know, you know how to get a hold of that senior person. So the junior person, what is the junior person doing to be like, hey, I realize that I have a mentor or I realize I need a mentor. Now I need to implement that. How do I implement that? You know what I mean? Like, what do I do? How do I make that mentor work? Because, again, if your mentor is a leader and the leader, like, as she says, is therefore your success and it takes pride in your success, you'll learn that naturally through your relationship, right? And it will naturally trickle down and trickle out to you appreciating everyone's success around you and not just yours, right? And, again, I, I, I got to the subject because the, the responses that we had from the previous episode with me and Nick and the two junior sailors – and you know, and listening to other podcasts that claim again they claim their leadership podcast and maybe they are I, I whatever, but leadership isn't being taught very well in the Navy, right? It's all passed me down in hearsay, and then the very few actually read books and try to apply things that are written by you know I guess, I guess prof- professional leadership experts. I don't know how one becomes a leadership expert. Okay. Is it just your job experience and then you took some classes and then like, like that's it. Can you go to enough college and you know, let me know, hit me up on Facebook. Let me know. Is there a leadership degree out there in college? A BS, a master's. Can I go get my PhD in leadership? If there is, that's cool. But I would also think then I could take that, you know, course directed, you know, 
learning plan and apply it directly to people and it would work. And we all know that it fucking wouldn't because leadership is different person to person and you have to mentor people based on that person, right? Not based on a, a blanket. Like here it is. This is, this is how you do it. Boom. There it is. Cookie cutter. Everyone's the same. It's not, we all know it's not. So what are we doing? Right. Um, yeah, again, so that I'm gonna wrap it up there. Okay, it's like cool article. I just, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not I, like apprentices have been learning trades for masters for centuries, but mentorship can take place up and down the chain of command. A ship's machinist, this says, a ship's machinist could mentor a more senior sailor on technical ship repairs. But no, like, cause you're not. You could te- you could show me. Right, you'd be like, "Hey, this is how I weld this. This is how I fixed it." That's not mentoring me. I'm not going to do that job. The Navy, if we're going to say the Navy is mentoring and all that, right? What am I mentoring for? I'm mentoring you to be a better LS, so you know how this LS shit works. So when you're LS two, LS one, LSC, LSEM, you would have learned something from me, along as whoever else you decided to learn from, and and you can work the supply system to your best ability. Okay. That RPPO, I'm not mentoring them on how to be a LS. I'm training them and teaching them how to do that little responsibility of their job. Right, Gary, that's training, right? Uh, and, and just to fill that position to do that job, collateral duty, whatever you want to call it, right? That's one of your responsibilities. I need you to do it. This is how you do it. Go do it. Right. The mentoring you, to, again, you, to me, you let me know what you think. Mentoring has to be years, just as it, she started with, right, in, in this article. It has to be years. You have to look at that person like they're a surrogate father. See daddy. See mama. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's not derogatory. It's not supposed to make you feel like a punk or, or a chump or anything like that. You look at that person and be like, that's my sea daddy. They're the ones that taught me the life of a sailor, right? How to be that rating how to party and stay out of trouble, right? The places to go to, the places not to go to, all of it, all of that's involved in the sailor life, right? But it's not me going down and be like, oh, yeah, how do you how do, you do that brazen? How do you do that welding? Oh, I was like, oh, okay. I'm not going back again, right? I was just walking around with skating, and you showed me. That's, that's a quick little training thing, right? That's all it is. Now, that HT, who has that young HT, and he's teaching them how to weld and do all that stuff, that's mentoring. And that's the closest you get to the old school, right, where it's like blacksmithing and stuff like that. Where I'm teaching, no, man, that's not how you do it. You got to work it like this. You know, look, let, let me show you. If you put your hands like that and you work the bead and you do your th- like that's that's more mentoring, That especially with, like, job, especially, like, the engineers and everything that was hands-on, you know, turning, wrenching, doing that thing, right? Um. Yeah, I just, I, I think this is the article is, again, hats off to the uh, former, probably IT1 maybe, uh, but, you know, Miss Ferris, 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 you know, great, you know, uh, bravery and all that to write the article. I did it. I'm just kind of breaking it down because it, it kind of, it just fell in my lap and, and it's what I wanted to talk about mentoring. And it had a lot of several points that I wanted to talk about. And, you know, if this person who's now out of the Navy 
is writing about it, then you know there are several other sailors in the Navy, you know, not just myself, thinking about it and wondering how does mentoring work. Mentoring to me, right, works by you finding a senior person, probably in your division, to teach you how your rate works and, and, and how to make it happen, okay? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it, y'all. Um Let's go ahead and wrap up here. You know, I appreciate everyone stopping by in the uh, in the uh, chat. If you were there for a little bit, let uh, me just hit you for the outro. Hey, don't forget. So this is up on YouTube. Yeah, we got. I'm trying to get two episodes out every week. Um, you know, trying to do like Thursday, Tuesdays and Thursdays, Mondays and Thursdays, Tuesdays and Fridays, something like that. So you know, don't forget. Always check by the YouTube channel for a video. Turn on notifications so whenever we go live, you get that notification. You drop drop in and uh, have a chat with me. Um, you know, and if you're finding value out of this, please hit the share button, the little arrow that goes whoop, whoop, and send it to somebody. Post it up on your page. Let me know what you think. To be like, hey, check this guy out. He's fucking talking crazy. All right. Hey, appreciate y'all. Thanks. For more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us at anchor.fm backslash Bravazulu podcast. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of me, Joshua Moore, and the individuals involved. Involved and do not necessarily represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respected institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us.